Welcome back to another Land Ho! Shouting, spyglass, spotting, crow's nest calling adventure on this week's episode of Dead Men Roll No Crits. This is your GM Patrick marking X on the spot where I'm going to bury me treasure on the shoreline. And joining me are four friends, new and old. One is the bloom made of silver and the other is gold. Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. How are you folks doing? Hey, what are the other two? I'm the silver one. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, well, in my mind, I was Rebecca and Jabert are gold because I've oh. known you guys for like 15 years. I'm oh. first and, place in your love. <laughs> and then I've known Seth and Tyler less than half that. Yeah, no. It was, <laughs> well, We're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually don't don't tell Drew that, but Drew and I are coming up on having known one another for twenty years, which That's means crazy. more than half of our life. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's too long. Yeah, we stopped knowing each other. We took a, a, a nice few year break there in the middle, but I still think <laughs> I've known him the majority of my life, which is getting too old. Getting too old. Yeah, my I have two friends back here on the on. The West, the WC, who I've been friends with since like elementary school. So we're on a lot. We're on a lot of years um, <laughs> to the point where like we've reached that stage of friendship where like we don't see each other very often because every time we do, we're like, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sick of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, I mean, we just like, we already know. We, we already know. We already know. It's, it's like uh, usually. I'll try to I'll I'll plan like uh, some kind of big shindig and we'll we'll you know we'll go through all the 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 big plot points that have happened and celebrate and then we kind of dis- <laughs> disappear I had a off baby. Bye. The, yeah, yeah. Here's my baby and we're like, "Oh my holy crap." And then we just woo. Crazy my so, wife made this insider. I forgot how we got on the Oh, one silver, one is gold. Yes. <laughs> you know, I didn't give a denomination amount, you know, so maybe one of you's like a single piece of gold. You know, there's a couple. It's like a satchel <laughs> full, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're still going to put all the but, same. But how big are the coins? I was about to say it's one coin, but it's like a. <laughs> it's like a, it's like, 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 like wait, that, why is it my island where it's like where they're I, like the size of a house? <laughs> I made a hoop with my arms, and my go-to size comparison was like one of those huge cookies you get at the mall. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. <laughs> Not a manhole cover or a pie. It's like one of those big yeah. cookies you get at the mall. This big. Patrick's hungry. Don't podcast while you're hungry. Fat for this podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, guys, when we last left off, we were about to shove off to settle a new island. The, the main crux of this book and... It's about 10 days away journey. So it's a pretty long journey as far as shackles goes. You know, it takes maybe a couple weeks to get from one side of the, the islands to the other. And that's by the time you get there, that's going to leave you with a scant 80 days to conquer this, this land and prepare to host a massive party and earn your seat on the pirate council. What do you guys want to do um, before you, you shove off and, and port peril? How do you want to prepare for that? We should prepare by talking about level ups, right? Oh, you guys leveled up. Oh yeah, we leveled up like two weeks ago, but we forgot uh we forgot to talk about it last week. We had plot points to go over. We don't need to talk about levels if you don't want to, but uh, well, did anyone get that anything was just extraordinary that they wanna point out now or something that you think will come up like immediately? I don't know if any of my abilities count as extraordinary in this level. I was about to say, are they just ordinary jumping and punching things? Well, I don't know if it's like supernatural or if it's magic or if it's, you know, like, I don't know if extraordinary is, is one of the glossary terms. Yeah. Is it EXSP or SU? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the is... only thing that ma- the only thing that I was thinking would have maybe that Cassius picked up mm-hmm. that could have applied or, or could apply depending on the who, who's who on this island is uh, I took a, I took a skill feat called glad hand and glad hand lets me to immediately make a check to make an impression on a creature the first time i meet them the second i meet them so normally to make an impression you need to have some kind of conversation or you need to kind of like schmooze them or there's there's things you have to do with this 
I'm just so beautiful that when they see me for the first time, I get to try to make an impression, and <laughs> that may improve their attitude. So these hands are so soft. I must yeah. like this person exactly. So who knows uh, if there are any if there are any beings on the island that are willing to converse with us, and I speak their language. Perhaps it will come in handy. Kidney, My mind went straight to David Duchovny's character in Zoolander. The hand model who has his like <laughs> hand trapped in a hyperbaric time chamber. I re- like. uh, oh boy, that poor guy. Things did not go well for him in that movie. Very funny cameo. I, w- I wish it was just David Duchovny, but as a hand model, it would have been even even funnier. Right. So, how how would you like to go about preparing for? Are, are you going to roll diplomacy when you meet the island, Tyler? And absolutely try to shake its hand. I mean, if I can make an impression on an entire island and it can be like, all right, let's have some good weather, nice tides, that would be a huge thing of importance. No, so, I mean, we are talking about settling, uh, having to settle an island. You know, the expectation is that we're going to have essentially like a a port of call, essentially, to establish here. So, you know, I I don't think we're going to have a lot of time to use the tidebreaker necessarily to maybe to ferry supplies back and forth right because i think what sounds like our goal is we need to go to the island we need to pick a spot where we can establish said port we need to make sure that the locals are friendly and or convince them to be friendly if they are not and then from that point we need to actually you know bring a ton of supplies to this island to you know impress the other lords and whatnot yeah um, Um, that we host so i think there are a few there are a few things maybe Cassius would like to do perhaps favors to call in or requests to make mm-hmm. promises in for favors those kinds of things so that because we're gonna need a bunch of basic supplies to, to help build this up yeah I'm sure in the the time you've been coming here to Port Pelly you may have made a few contacts but yeah asking around, there are a, a number of, of shops and, and businesses that are willing, you know, after you kind of settle it and, and make sure it's safe, that are willing to to make the trip out there and and set up shop. Mostly things that would be supplying like ships that come that way. Yeah. It's on like the far kind of northwestern side of the shackles. So one of one of places that can get to like the outside shipping routes that try to go around the, the shackles. And yeah, so we're talking carpenters and textilists I, and farmers. I would also like to try to extend an invitation to Rickety Hake. Because uh, last time we left there, you know, they were talking about the island was kind of... I mean, they straight up got attacked by a bunch of things. That island is getting <laughs> crazy. He's he's um, technically on the mainland and the exact opposite side of the, the shackles. He's in the southeast and you're going northwest. So I, mean, I, I, you can, I, would, I would invite him if he wants to like move his operations to our island. I would be willing to, you know, cut a deal with him to mm-hmm. where he could operate and also, you know, do you want to uh, ben- benefit the, off benefit off the settlement as well? Do you want to sweeten the the pot a little bit and 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 send something his way, send another ship and down that way with some some coin. Ooh, that would be a great idea. Yeah, how much? If we have like, pl- do we have? Because I think I remember we have like. Because I think that like you know obviously Rickety Hake is a is a pretty he could draw a lot of or not a lot of but he could draw quite a few other types of business our way as well. Mm-hmm. And he's a pirate in good standing, considering he, he who did he used to sail under? Great question. Let's go to I, the pirate uh, index, the catalog. I, I remember it was somebody. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll set up maybe the message anyway. later on. It's going to take some time, you know, from Port Peril is like oh, a yeah. week, and then getting back. So that probably won't be, you know, hearing back, and but in like a month's time. But yeah, as you're talking and, and sending out maybe word to to get some folks to come in a gentleman comes up to you and and introduces himself uh i'm i'm a leather craftsman the name is peter me and, and plenty of folk are willing to to head on out and and set up shop if you make it make it safe for us uh plenty of folks willing to come out you know talking a whole mess of of new npcs to to give nicknames i reckon like 
you know, if you wanted to give me a nickname right now, as a as a as a tanner named Peter, what what would you call me, Captain Cassius? Oh, I'm called called skin skin beaten beaten. <laughs> what was that, Jabert? <laughs> skin skin beaten Peter. Beaten. <laughs> you say beaten. <laughs> skin Peter the skin beater? Like uh, that, that, that's the one. There, there. Right. He, yeah. Is Candozo here? Do you, do you offer that up? <laughs> he said, Oh, that's I I take that actually. That's a much better nickname than what I have here in Point Vera. <laughs> so I'm happy for the change. Certainly Thank a you. lot better than green grape jape. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, me lord. <laughs> Please don't ask me what my current nickname is. Goodbye. No, I would never ask. I would never do such a thing. Oh, gosh. They called me Peapot Pickled Pete, so I'll take Skin Beaten Pete. You just, you just said not to ask, and then you offered it up. That's well, You're a terrible see. negotiator there, Skin Beater. Skin Beaten Pete. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's much better because, you know, that I'll tell you how I got the nicknames. Uh, well, I cured me leathers and pee pee. So that's how it gets that kind of jaundiced tone, then, eh? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> But anyway, I go from door to door, offering to give the chamber pots. Oh no, oh, no Rebecca collapsed. <laughs> we lost Rebecca on the show. <laughs> anyway, this is this season of, of Dead Men Roll Crates, and this is uh, who you get to get to count on to be there for you when you need it. Oh, good, awesome. Skin beaten, beaten. Hey, folks, how's this bit working for you? Oh boy, I think it's this is a good plus. bit. I think this is working. I think I think the okay. audience is buying it. I think they're into it. I think they. Uh, Let's I think, see, I think whoever I think whoever sets the whoever sets up the Zoom call, if Patrick ever asks for a pirate name, needs to just mute Jabert almost as quickly as possible. <laughs> I'm very good at it. <laughs> you are actually pretty. You are very. It may take you a try or two. Sometimes we get some whoo doozies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Green Gape Jape ever ever, ever made it through, but you know, like, but you do. You are very quick at making it's a hundred floors of. Fl- Rights, they're not all going to be winners. <laughs> they're not all going to be winners. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's the name? <laughs> it's Skin Beat oh. Beaten. He has a middle mission. <laughs> skin W Beaten Beaten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so. I'll see you on the island, Captain. Goodbye. I can't wait to I, see I you. I'm trying to remember this voice for Skin Beaten Beaten. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fast forward to maybe a montage of the the Tidebreaker traveling. Maybe stopping in Quint along the way, pay visit to the House of Stolen Kisses, to the, the islands further north over the next week or so as, you know, the top deck crew, you, you keep themselves uh, occupied as you're, you're traveling, throwing around the pig iron, gambling, mocking Cassius now, Captain Cassius, by bowing da- down as, as you pass and saying, Oh, Lord Vell, you honor us with your presence on the deck today, my lord. Hello. Yeah. Cassius plays along by, like, curtsying and being like, Oh, as you were, as you were. It's good to own land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as you get to a couple weeks later, the coordinates the Master of Gales has sent to you, that's on the, the deed in the the dying embers of, of the setting sun in the distance above this island see beams of light setting ablaze some low hanging clouds kind of clinging to the horizon and this foggy band kind of rises from a, a landmass in, in the distance as your ship approaches you see massive hills and jungle terrain and the majority of this huge island raised up over hundreds of feet on a huge plateau Enshrouded in, in clouds and mists, coming up some places sheer from the shoreline, rounding around the the cove here from the eastern side of the island. Yeah, along dangerous shoals towards the southern edge, where you've been told there's a large port. You see along the way impossibly large statues of one-eyed creatures standing sentinel on the coastline cliffs. Many of them around this inlet bay created by two of the larger southern peninsulas. These gargantuan guardian statues kind of watch as you slip into the bay and and navigating your vessel to here. Let me take us to the map. 
the island of empty eyes. I swear to goodness, if there's even one Cyclops on this island, I quit. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just <laughs> reorganize my notes here. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. I, swear, oh. I, I sw- swear to Abadar. These are just statues, Tyler. They're just statues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. With mm. one eye. With one eye. No yeah, keep blowing. Oh, what's that say on the bottom uh, <laughs> Bottom of that image? I don't know what you're talking about. I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Way to hide it in the fog of war, Patrick. Way to hide it. <laughs> no, it's, it's obviously a, a Cyclops statue because it's a very large, one-eyed creature that uh, that you see here. So nobody me? needs to make any kind of knowledge check to recall. So I mean, it's everybody's just like, oh, that's a Cyclops. <laughs> I don't know if you know what Cyclops are. That might be a, a thing to check out. <laughs> do, do you guys want to roll some kind of roll sure. on, on the island itself with yeah. maybe knowledge geography or a lore history? Oh, you know I would like, you know I want to use gossip lore, of course. So I have to roll for you. Yes. My um, plus 16. Humanoid society is also a thing you could uh, roll here. And genealogy, does that help? No. No, unless you wanted 23 and me, a, uh, a cyclops. I don't know, maybe there's a cyclops in my DNA. <laughs> I'm 3% cyclops. <laughs> so you're only like 90% two eyes? You're 3% yeah. one eye? Yep. Oh, boy. That's why the vision in your right eye is so much better than your left. Yep. It also explains the unibrow. <laughs> Ouch. That's, that's rude. Meow. Oh, Lord. Separate you two children. I've, I'm not going to lie to you. I've rolled very well here for your stupid rumor mongering, which will be, you know, <laughs> the, the the week or so before you, you've shoved off talking and getting every single rumor you can about the Isle of Empty Eyes. You said plus 16? That is correct. Okay. So, yeah. Chelish warships have been scouted in the waters near the island. This is far from... I guess I can show you the, the greater map of the shackles and kind of point out the the general location. Yeah, all the way up here in the upper left-hand corner. So this is far away from Shark Island, from Quint, from places kind of centrally located in the archipelago and almost about as far as you can get from from port peril so dangerous waters of course the sailors claim it got its name from these huge statues whose eye is missing and uh, there's some that say that they used to have massive gemstones in those eyes but they have long since gone missing colonists did try to settle the island once before and they built a fort on it but they were not heard from after about uh, a month or so leaving port and uh, many people say they folks have left on on treasure hunts to the island as many a captain have claimed to have laid their treasure there in the haunted shoreline and yeah while not many have made it away from the island alive there are rumors that there are giant-sized ruins in the island's highlands of the plateau filled with ancient treasures, but guarded by fierce beasts in the, in the, the forest around them. The fiercest of beasts. Yeah. I think um, Cassius would regale his officers with, with that information and, you know, essentially say, like, you know, although it would be important to clear these ruins of any beasts if they be there, we should try to find... The remnants of the fort, if any, if anything was built, because if such a thing is even partially constructed, it could greatly assist us in our building efforts, as we could either use the supplies from it or perhaps just build off existing structure. So we should locate that as well. Yarg. But otherwise, we're good to go. So getting into this bay will require some rolls to get through the shoals to get past some of the... Shoal rolls, as they the call them. Coral reef. Uh, yeah, and you guys can either aid with these rolls, make Tyler do them all, or you can divide them up. So there are three needed, and this this will work kind of like the the, the first leg of the the race as well. So Cassius will, as we're getting closer and, and realizing that we're going to have to you know navigate some <clears throat> archipelagos into the bay, he kind of says, 
he kind of shouts. So he like looks up in the lines and he goes like, Laris, come down here. And does she do so? Laris. <laughs> I was like, who did you say? Yes, Alaris definitely comes down. Uh, captain at the at the wheel, I suppose. Yeah, and he, and he says, or yeah, Kenzie says, I want you to to sail her in here and uh, find a point to to put anchor down. I will I will be your eyes up here and I'll help navigate you around these things. But I want you to to take the helm on this. Are you sure, Captain? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Cassius laughs and says, "The worst thing you do is beach us." And we're already here to explore anyway, so as I see it, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of consequence here that we can't fix. You'll be fine. So <laughs> fast forward an yeah. hour later, it's the bo- boat's in the bottom of the the bay. <laughs> oh, I, perhaps I, I we was, weren't fine. <laughs> that was a lapse of judgment in the old captain. Yeah, yeah. So if indeed Alaris is going to make the rolls, you guys can assist or attempt. To aid in, in whatever way you think you can. Where's Honto and Candoso here? I think I am uh, out on my trusty steed, riding on the waters, hmm. uh, sticking my my a, a wooden pole down and checking checking the depth periodically. Okay, and also keep well, just sort of looking at the waves and the way that they ripple upon the water's surface. Looking out for reefs, for me. reefs indeed. Keeping us oh. off the bottom of the bay. On tow. Oh, we're just working the lines. I mean, the rigging. Yep. Yeah, pull those ropes. Get, get to rigging, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, make me maybe a perception check. Candoso and Alaris, you can make a sailing lore. Honto, if you want to make some athletics. Ooh, uh, look at those rolls. Nice, nice. Let's say we need three successes here to, to navigate these these waters and the first one's a success i don't know i'm not gonna spoil anything though you've rolled very well with a couple of good aids here why don't you give me another one and we'll see if we oh boy if we need it you have a plus 20 so just don't roll very low and on this third one all right i'll try not to yeah you didn't roll very low yeah no Cassius can go ahead and, and take a nap because definitely not going to yeah. run aground here. <laughs> he, Cassius right next to you, and as you're obviously, you know, doing well, you know, he just kind of says, he's like, how did you have any question about you being able to do this? Look at you. You're a natural. And lathers on other such compliments as he's, <laughs> you know, leaning against the side of the deck, enjoying, you know, the breeze. Oh, well, Laris um, is soaking it up. He appreciates it. <laughs> can do so though with your perception check out on the water you notice either the the ship has maybe hit something or disturbed something underneath because there's a massive plume of of like sand and 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 things like that mucked up from the bottom as, as the waters churn darker here i'll fire up a produce flame into the air does a signal that something is afoot bum 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 uh, and something is afoot indeed. I'm going to actually allow you to act here as you see. A, oh, no, it's afoot. A large form moving in the water beneath the ship. And you see it kind of like <laughs> suction onto the, the bottom, perhaps. And you guys can feel maybe the, the ship slightly rock as we are. Let me take us to the map as we're getting into some combat from uh from the waters, a cue guitar riff. Awesome music for this fight. From the waters, a uh, piercing skyward into the, the darkening sky is a huge mini suction tentacle. Oh no, I've played Sea of Thieves. Oh no, oh no. This creature. <laughs> has kind of attached itself to the side of the tide breaker and is is moving up the side here what would you like to do candoso uh seeing this thing coming up it's it's, it's the sound of its suckers (laughs) patrick (laughs) you're no winslow (laughs) yeah you know you're right i need i need a chorus of these as uh jabert thanks everyone make Pop noises. <laughs> I demand a raise. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. All right, yeah, I'm going to ride my steed up in, into the the nearby close close up, maybe about forty feet out or so. 
and I'm going to I'm going to uh, reach out and I'm going to um, create a powerful uh, burst of sonic energy with my with my magical voice. I'm going to the old the old thunderclap. It is, I say, the old thunderclap. It is, I say. Indeed, I'm going to shout at the thing in the the language of the ancient druids, and I will say, by the powers of the storm, you shall not climb that ship. Uh, yeah, so it's a reflex save. This is Stormburst. Reflex, everyone knows. The worst for a giant octopus. For a giant octopus. I'm um, nope, it's his best. Uh, oh. what, what is the DC? 29. It's still a fail, because I've only rolled a 6 on the dice. Oh boy. Alright, so... Failure. Uh, creature takes full damage and is knocked prone. Mm. Wow, so. nice. He's in the. He's he's a. I mean, that's like at least half of the the suction cups go. Right. I'm trying to, trying to, <laughs> trying to knock him off the. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, you, you hear a. a it, yeah, I'm kind of splash in the the water. I don't know if it can be prone, prone, but right. I'm just trying to knock it off the ship. Yeah. Yes. Right. So How, and and take some damage. Yeah, it's a 66. Good rolls. No, it's not. Oh, oh <laughs> I didn't see that. It was a good roll before he looked at it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. My 3D dice, my 3D dice show 455361. Five, so <laughs> it's the 3D dice. Cool. Uh, so only, yeah, only 16 points of damage. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, I was going to let you go in advance of this thing but i think everyone gets to go because <laughs> it's uh it's now like half off and and waiting to climb back up but hey, you guys have a, basically a turn before it can get back up to the top of the ship maybe you see some tentacles like wriggling around from below alaris what would you like to do here it's a good question can i see it from where i am not anymore no you'll have to get over to the side of the the ship and look down so it's like fully under the water right now most of it i would say is submerged yeah i am uh, can i can i identify it like can i learn something about it yeah if you want to move over to the the side of the ship and make a a nature check 28 i believe that will be enough identify this as a, a giant octopus of course what would you like to know about it does it have any defensive abilities? I'm not sure what I, what my options are. Defensive, oh, it's mostly offensive, but I, I will say that it can, in kind of a reactionary way, though it's not a reaction. Uh, as an action, it can emit a cloud of black ink in a huge thirty-foot emanation from itself, and basically, you can't use you know, v- vision or even sense of smell in underwater around this thing as it kind of coats you. So it, it is very dangerous in the waters. Okay. With my third action, I'm going to, I'm going to use predictable. I mean, uh, predictable. Just, just like a giant octopus with all those tentacles. All right. That will take us to Honto. No, oh, wait, I have Cassius. to, don't I have to roll? Oh, I don't. I, it's been so long since you yeah, used this ability. You roll against its... Deception DC or a hard DC of the foes level, whichever is gotcha. higher. Gotcha. I think I've got a DC here. Yes. Okay, yes. So 32 on perception. That is a success. Just a success, not a critical success. Yes, just a success. Cool. Excellent, excellent. Cassius, you're, you're up next. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Cassius will... <clears throat> Also move over to the side of the ship. Uh, how far can I see any of it? Yeah, I mean, it's got tentacles, maybe a little bit of its its mouth kind of sticking out of the water right now. It seems to be, has a, a huge beak that seems to be gnawing into the, the side of your vessel. Like Rude! On. Unacceptable. And you basically how far away crashed, is it? crashed this thing's uh, home turf, so this is on you. <laughs> How how what? How far away? 
maybe 15 feet down the side, just straight down from you. Or probably like 20, because you're on like the top, it looks like. Yeah, I'm going to spend an action to take out the... I'm going to... A weapon I have not used on the show. I'm going to pull out my gun! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a time for a blasting. He's got a gun! He has a gun. (laughs) It's a giant... It actually says it. Giant weakness. Uh, Giant octopus's only weakness. It's a gun! (laughs) It's a gun! I pull out my gun, and I'm going to try to shoot it. Go right ahead. Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I've rolled very, I've rolled very badly on my on my gun. Oh, the damage roll was really good, though. Well, do you want to uh, re-roll it? So, do you want to do uh, another action? Or is this third? Uh, this is third. Um, <laughs> that is very good damage. It is tempting. No, I'm okay. Okay. Was that three actions and move? Pull yes, out. move, pull out, shoot. All right, haunting Honto in the rigging, <laughs> looking down at a massive wriggly creature in in the water on top or on the keel of the ship. What would you like to do? So this is a giant octopus, not a giant squid. It is giant octopus. This is a very angry octopus. Okay. Yeah, this is not my friend, the octopus. <laughs> this is not that one. Yeah, I was gonna say Octopi are normally not super aggressive, but um, maybe I can kind of teach this one a lesson. I guess I don't really think he has a lot of options aside from getting in the water and just getting into a tussle with this thing. So <laughs> yeah, can I just jump to, off the rigging into the water for my come, first action? Come to my world. Yes, yes. I think with a controlled jump, you don't need to. I think assurance will do. Assurance mm-hmm. will do. How how close you want you want to jump like right next to it? Yeah. Just basically alongside the boat. Okay. This is not a trained fighter octopus, so no attack of opportunity. What would you like to do next? So do I have two actions and I'm next to it, essentially? Yeah. I mean, it, where you were positioned, pretty easy to, to hop over and uh, take the plunge. Here, okay. You've got giant tentacles kind of wriggling all around you, but mm-hmm. you have got the element of surprise here. I mean, sure. <laughs> Let's just do uh, one action to wolf stance, and then final action, key strike flurry of blows. Oh my gosh. Nobody saw this coming. <laughs> hey, at least, hey, I'm not going mean, to make In fairness, you. that octopus probably did not see that coming. <laughs> True. The, the, some some gator man jumping into the water and just doing, doing punches. Hey, to be fair, Patrick, at least I'm not using wolf drag and <laughs> it's even more prone. It's like upside down. Now. It's like how does how does Hanto make a giant octopus prone with kung fu? Anyway, let's go ahead and do this one. This is with a plus. Oh my goodness! No, 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 no! Natural twenty. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wolf. This is a second attack. Oh god! There's a second attack. Oh, the second one's a hit too. You know, okay. a a octopus is only natural predator is a wolf so (laughs) (laughs) i'm a wolf gator all right so Uh, that's a lot of damage folks so my goodness and that's not even that's not even all of it because i also (laughs) have to i have to add the the d6s from the key strike portion of it oh my gosh and i've i've gone and forgotten how many i roll at level 10 i apologize if you give me just a moment to, to 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 re yeah Refigure that out. Refiguring. Well, I think I found my new target. My tentacle target. My targeticle. Alright, so that we're gonna That's... add uh sixty-six on top of that. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Key strike. Okay, so uh this all counts as one source of damage, so mm-hmm. three big old punch. Seventy-seven points of force damage? Uh, we're going <laughs> going right to the calendar. That is immediately bloody <laughs> this thing. Immediately, as I think, yeah, I mean, it, it, just, it accidentally lets out a little ink. <laughs> More PP talk. It peace itself in the it's water. It's like George Foreman when you hit him in the stomach. Just <laughs> oof. Yes, that is that is a massively hurt creature. As we get to its turn. I think retaliations are in order. You're close enough to it can can beak you, or it can grab you with a tentacle. Uh, we'll we'll go for a, a beak attack. 
See, see if it can do anything against Alanto. What's your AC? These days it is 29. Oh, come on, Patrick. Don't don't crap your roll. Oh, I crap my roll. Oh, no. <laughs> Six on the dice. Why, why can't I have re-rolls? The GM deserves them, too. Uh, we'll, do that. we'll do a second. I'm honestly kind of surprised that six doesn't hit 23 at this point. It's only hit 29 at this point. I mean. It's close, but it's no cigar. I think, actually, this this guy is, is, has done enough damage, and he's. <laughs> I don't want to lose my sweet giant octopus boy. Is he going to ink cloud now? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. He's got he's got some other defensive maneuvers. This one does take two actions, though. You don't have an attack of opportunity yet, correct? Uh, he, I, he's gonna. I don't think there's a yet. Like I have to like, <laughs> ever opt to have it. Yeah, like I have to like choose it as a thing. Yeah, uh, you you have done nearly enough damage to make him rethink as he is going to take the two action jet ability and move two hundred feet in the water down below and kind of back towards the opening the the bay of that you've just kind of navigated the ship through the the inlet with the the shoals so uh pretty far away kendo so do you want to pursue or do you want to do anything on on your turn i think you're probably maybe the only one that can really ding and catch up with it see um, it or, or yeah have something that can affect it underwater no and i think i'll i think i, I would let it I would let it go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it you know, doesn't seem to be like an actual evil creature or anything. It's just sort of, uh, just sort of territorial. And I mean, mm-hmm. I get that. So why don't, why don't you make me a, a nature check on this thing? Or maybe it is an evil 32. So more than enough to know, not just um, that is a giant octopus. More than likely it, it does make a, a nest or a home somewhere in, in these waters, which is indeed why it is, it is seeing you as some kind of monstrosity predator moving into its its area. But you have heard tales of when they get this large, they, I mean, this thing is definitely many years old. Likely it has secreted away somewhere, perhaps treasure <gasps> gleaned from other uh, ships that have, have tried to make it into this bay or... or oh things like that oh it does like shinies and they will now be that i think about waterlogged it, but <laughs> right but now that i'm now that i think about it the uh and i'm not just saying this because you told me there was treasure here but, <laughs> um there was uh well i mean the problem well you want to see if you can track it follow follow where it's going yeah why don't i do that but yeah i'll i'll, I'll just see if i can figure out where it's where it's going back to its net Make me a survival check. Survival 36. Yeah, so you see along the it's jetted along the 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 floor of the bay here and kicked up dirt to a large mass of coral kind of off the side. Let me get us back to the the map of the island. Let me mark just about where it is and I'll start revealing hexes of the island here. I'm going to draw it on the map with an X for X marks the spot. X marks the lair of the beast. Indeed, there's a small island in the the inlet the entrance to, to this bay. This is where we're, we're talking about kind of over here. Mm. And that uh, that's where you've, you've lost it is it has indeed activated like a cloud of, of ink in the, the area, but you're pretty sure it's in this hex, which is T six. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, as, as you can, you guys can see, hopefully I have divided this map into hexes. Cause we are, we're going on some exploration. I'll return back to the ship and explain what I've seen to the captain and warn him that if this if this thing was uh, willing to attack our ship, he may be willing to attack other ships that follow us here. And, and though it is not an evil creature, if we seek to make the way safe for, for others to... If, if any other ships are coming through this... From its little hay. Oh, yeah. It's going yeah. to potentially, yeah, you're pretty sure if you can get in there and maybe uh, 
not wreck its house, but make it so it doesn't feel safe in its its yeah. its underwater ca- cavern. It'll probably move on. Yeah, that's that, that that's that that that's what I want to do. And then also potentially treasure down there. And also there's some treasure, Captain. Treasure, secret treasure, secret treasure. Oh, I see. <laughs> secret treasure. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, a a drenched. Rosie Cuswell comes up from from the bilges and is like, ah, there's there's a hole in the side of the ship and there's sucker marks all over the side of this this dang thing. Uh, we need to put in, Captain, and, and start making some repairs. Hmm. Rosie, let's let's make anchor over yonder. Why don't you begin to work on the repairs and I'll take some of the officers here and oh, I don't know who can I pick on. Oh, balance current. Why don't you come with us and we'll uh. We'll see if we can't hunt down the beastie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Giant octopus slain balance current, they calls them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, he, shouts, he says, Current, I'm, there's going to be a lot of treasure, and someone's got to haul this all back up, so I think you're the the man for the job. <laughs> no, uh, well, yeah. The, the Rosie suggests, you know, putting in to, there's like a, a small river flowing into this bay to the northeast that you can see and maybe through the mists of a, a mile or so off next to this this inlet uh, of the river is a dilapidated overgrown fortress moss and, and vine covered the, the jungle encroaching back around set before a huge mountainside on the island's western peninsula and yeah, the, the east behind you, you see rolling hills of, of jungle from here, and to the north, a massive waterfall. I'm going to start revealing some of these hexes as you move forward. And I think I've already marked where she wants to, to put in. Can you see an, an X to the north? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so the, the ship kind of limps forward, and, you know, Sandara comes over and, and says, you know, we, we cannot afford to lose a lot of time to repairs. I think we should, Captain, you should set teams to start clearing the island. Maybe, I don't know, something about those those statues we passed by sent a shiver down the spine. I don't feel like we are alone here, though I've, I've seen no no one on the shoreline. Mm-hmm. It is most it, certainly, it is most certain that whoever has claimed this island for their own all these years and kept out all other, all others who have arrived, certainly... They are probably already very well acknowledged of our arrival, so splitting into teams, mm, I, that could be a good idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I Maybe, you know, you and, and Alaris can, can see about squaring the, the fortress away and Honto, Candoso, maybe pick out some sailors, start exploring the island, make sure we're, we're safe to set up a camp somewhere. You know, take, take on that old fort and, and maybe the other team go the other direction or towards the the lowlands and the shoreline here. It's not a bad idea at all. I, truly, the, the fort is of a concern of mine, and having Honto and Kandoso on the same team as our best survivalists will probably be able to navigate the island just as well as anyone else. Is there anyone else that you think would be good in a fight to, to send with them? Knows, <laughs> oh, I can think of around. one large green individual who is probably... <laughs> and, he, and then he gets really close to Sindar and he's like... She still scares the pants off me. And, uh... <laughs> a little so, leshy uh, flotsam's like, You're talking about me? I'm great. Absolutely, mate. You're my number one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh... Cassius would call up, perhaps, Sharga and Kovic and say, Um, you know, Anto and Candoso are gonna lead a, an away team to search... to search around, and I want you guys there to back them up in case... Heavy lifting needs to be done or fighting needs to occur, so stick close to them and you'll be fine. I aim to serve. <laughs> is is Kovic and, and Sharga okay leaving their little buddies behind in, in Ozzy and in Bartleby? I, mean, I don't think anybody minds leaving Ozzy behind. Aww. I don't think anybody minds leaving Bartleby behind. <laughs> <laughs> Smash cut to Bartleby just like picking his nose in the, uh, the cabin boys room like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and and if Cassie sensed that he goes, no, oh, don't worry, Bartleby and uh, and Ozzy are going to have a different assignment, so they they will be quite busy as well. 
We'll look again, after. again, Bartleby is in is in the cabin boy's room, just like his ears are burning. He's just like, I don't like it. I don't like the way this some, <laughs> something's wrong here. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to get a new job. No, no, no. I have so no, much no, no. paperwork. Yes, no, Captain. Those with tracking experience would be be great here to take on this this jungle and start bushwhacking. Perhaps, uh, like you said, finding out where that beast lies and and navigating the the uncharted waters here that, that nearly did our boat in. I um, I think that is where they should probably start. Right, and uh, let's talk about it real quick. Exploration is a a word I think that is actually in the. The Pathfinder Second Edition kind of lexicon. I have divided up the map of Island of of Empty Eyes into hexes, and typically they're much larger, like twelve square miles for like a huger area. This map about each of these hexes from furthest point to furthest point is a mile, so they're I think less than a hexed mile. So I imagine under ideal circumstances you could potentially explore like you know six to twelve of these these squares but if it's something like mountainous terrain or like underwater it'd probably take a good longer while so depending if you want to just like take a a perusal through them and or if you want to do something like charting or mapping each one would be like two or three hours each does that make sense wow Maybe yeah, maybe guys are out. Uh, maybe you're not yeah, as excited listeners. About we're looking at a lot of hexes. Yeah, we are looking oh, at yeah. many, 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 many hexes. So yeah, so the the this is referred to by folks who have almost lost ships here as the Bay of No Hospitality. This area is like three miles wide, just about two or three miles wide. So it's it's huge. So if you if you were to just do the the waterways, it would probably take the better part of a day. And yeah, with with exploration, like I said, these these areas, you know, if you want to map them out, they would reduce travel time across some of them as you you know find the best paths. Oh, Pathfinder. Yes, that's the name of the game we're playing <laughs> or, you know, make it so ships can navigate through the waters easier with, with proper charts and indeed, exploring the the areas here will give you some experience as well, and will, will allow you to find secrets, perhaps buried in the the jungles, or figure out what's going on on this island. I I very much like the idea of. Do you guys want to start with Honto, Kando, Sosharga, and and Kovic, and, and looking over the the island? And is there a particular direction you want to head with them? Well, we were going to start with chasing the octopus, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's yep. the the mouth of the bay. You want to? Do you have some kind of non hat boat that you can take <laughs> out that direction? I mean, we can lend them one of the dinghies off the ship. Okay. All right. Well, that's where we'll we'll get to because as maybe you take a nap overnight to get out there in the, the wee hours of the morning. That will be a tale for another time here on no! a Dead Men Roll No Crits. <laughs> Giant Octopus Fight Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, I can't wait. This is going to be this is going to be fun to explore. We haven't uh, done anything quite like this this campaign. Something new, some fun. Mm-hmm. I have developed uh, what is suggested basically each time you explore or pass through a hex there's a chance that you can find some harmless encounters some harmful encounters and yeah explore some things randomly i've got all kinds of of charts i've made up roll charts like my roguelites (laughs) yes (laughs) and uh uh, we'll we'll get into that next week and yeah basically the way this this season or this ap of the podcast is going to go is we're probably going to switch back and forth between a lot of things happening on the island every once in a while, but feels feels right to start with some exploration of the waterways uh, yeah. next time. That that'll do it for the podcast this week, guys. Thanks for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, you Patrick. Patrick.
listeners thanks for listening we have a lot of exploration to get to so stick with us patreon supporters thanks for supporting us <laughs> and freebie captain thanks for listening and everyone in between we'll catch you next week on dead men roll milkets yeah, I'm thinking I should rename um, Hanto's biceps depth and charge. What do you guys think? <laughs> oh boy! What, what you said? Rename them? What are their current names, Seth? <laughs> Left and right. <laughs> you and Mungus. <laughs> <laughs> this one's the critter, and this one's the hitter. Confusingly, left is right, and right is left. Too, whatever you know. Ha, ha, ha.